thank you so much for joining us here on Ubuntu Radio. Thank you for the opportunity. Yes, the investment conference we're in the fourth leg right now. Where are we? Do we still have the same energy and momentum that we have in the first one now that we had COVID? We're very energized. So in the first um, two conferences, we had them uh, in person. The third one was virtual. And in those three, we managed to raise over 774 billion rand uh, in committed investments. And out of that, we see that about 440 billion is under construction, is being spent. So it's good progress uh, in terms of those commitments translating into actual spend. But we still have some way to go in terms of the target, which is 1.2 trillion. So the energy is still the same. We really have to push um, to, to get to that target. And especially given the pandemic, you know, we have to have renewed energy because the economy actually took a battering. We lost some productive capacity in key sectors of the economy. So we have to recover. Mm. So, you know, in some sense, we actually even have to be more aggressive because across the world, everyone is now competing for the same investment. Yeah, been companies that have consistently been making commitments as well. Mm. Are you monitoring where they are in yes. terms of what needs, to, what needs to happen? Because they've been talking about how the ease of doing business and mm-hmm. making sure that we have a conducive environment as well. Exactly. What sort of conversation is happening there? So we, we have good conversations. So, you know, there are companies like Anglo-American, uh, Vedanta, you know, across the board, NASPERS, um, Aspen, across many sectors of the economy who have made pledges. So we have a reporting system where we try to, where we keep in touch with how much is being spent and if there are any problems. Where there are problems, um, say, you know, there's an authorization that's taken too long or there's a policy that's unclear, we work with the company and with uh, other parts of government to ensure that that uh, investment happens. So, you know, as you can imagine, obstacles come up here and there. Uh, There'd be, you know, Procter & Gamble wanting to put up a factory and needing to bring specialists in and and struggling with visas. Mm. Those kind of things happen, Mm. but we work Mm. with the company and, you know, we we resolve that matter and the factory was built. Mm. So it's a constant engagement. Yeah. Talking about that consistent engagement, the message that we need to see South Africans, um, particularly those who will, who will be hosting, so hosting communities of those projects as well, mm-hmm. benefiting for, from those. Um, that th- those conversations are happening, and they, they are obviously um, talks in terms of how we're going to make sure that uh, people that are, that are involved, directly involved, or closer to those projects are benefiting as well. Absolutely. How close is that conversation happening and the monitoring thereof? Oh, it's a very important conversation. You know, we try to do it with everyone who invests to say, A, you know, there's a policy framework in terms of local economic development, in terms of black, broad-based black economic empowerment, and we encourage them to be fully compliant. Yeah. But even beyond that, I think we see that they, they also try to make linkages. So if you look at Amazon, it's building a data center in the Western Cape. Uh, it's very important for them that they power that data center with renewable energy, okay. and they got a black women-owned firm to be the independent power producer. Similarly, Ford uh, in Tuani, a black-owned IPP to provide energy. Uh, We also see the automotives value chain. You'd have seen some of the automotives um, announcements. There's a big announcement, but there's also smaller announcements around, you know, the, the components. Uh, of that, that, that go into that car, and many of those would be local suppliers that come from the region. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ivan Platts and Mohalakwena 
um, Anglo-Platinum uh, similar area. They've really worked to, to have local supply development and to ensure that um, the community is actively involved. So it's a very important conversation because we know if community relations are not right, mm. we've also seen instances where there could be tensions between the community and the investor. Yeah. Um, COVID, what, the, what are the companies saying, say how it has affected them as well? You know, for some of the more fixed, well, they're all fixed investment, right? Mm, mm. For some of them, like mining, manufacturing, they were able to build okay. during, uh, just after the hard lockdown, but yeah. beyond that, they were able to build during this time. Mm. So we've been quite impressed by that. We've also seen some of the investors kind of changing tech, uh, going into producing um, sanitizers, going into producing uh, power solution for temporary hospitals. So in a sense, they've taken advantage of the opportunities that come if they can't do exactly what they had wanted to do initially. So I think we're confident that COVID did slow things down, but it's not that it's devastating. We haven't seen, you know, if we think about our overall portfolio, mm. only 10% of the investments seem to be under some sort of pressure. Mm. So there's been an effect, but it's it's manageable. Yeah, let's conclude with uh, the bringing on of black industrialists into the, the, the project. You've so, already spoken about those who are in the energy space as well. Um, is, is that really a focus to say, as much as you've got commitments from these big companies, we also need to see how we can bring in others into, into the fold, in, not, 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 not in terms of directly involved in the, in, the, in the production, but also how they can benefit from the same, same, same projects as well. Yeah. What's happening there? So there, A, we see black industrialists pledging investments um, mm -hmm. themselves. So, you know, there was a, a company that makes syringes um, that pledged a new investment uh, this morning. They uh, a black industrialist. There's another that does textiles yeah. in KZN, another black industrialist. So there, there's that. Um, the state DFIs, of course, support some of them, um, IDC. Uh, we've seen um, new pledges from the likes of the African Development Bank. Yeah. What is not known is that they're also quite an important funder of black industrialists. So, you know, it, it's part of the agenda. We try to make sure that in everything we do, from the delegates of the conference to the pledges, mm. uh, and also working with the companies on their supply chains and localization, mm. that we have black industrialists that, that, that um, also come to the forefront mm. uh, out of this initiative. Absolutely. You have the ear of the president. What do you often tell him about, you know, when, when, when some of the issues that you, you often speak to him about and things that he's concerned about as far as the economy is concerned? Mm. Yeah. So it's clear we have to get local government and local government service delivery right. Okay. Uh, because a lot of those uh, investments are in far-flung places where the service delivery might not always be the same as where we're sitting in Senton. So that's become an important issue. And with the district development model, the president has really said every district must make sure that it's an attractive place for business. Not just business coming from outside, but also informal and small business within that district should also be thriving if it's going to be viable. So I think that's one thing that's really top of mind at okay. the moment, just getting that um, service delivery right. And I think then just also reducing red tape in general so we have the red tape reduction initiative um, it brings together a lot of things that were happening in isolated pockets in government but bringing it together and coordinating it better and elevating it so that we don't have these challenges of a company waiting for years for a water license yeah. you know it's not acceptable so we're dealing with with those kinds of That's issues quite too important.
Metro Dimaka, let me thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Really a pleasure for you to join us here on Ubuntu Radio. Thank you so much uh, as uh, we continue our conversation here at uh, the uh, Centre Convention Centre. It's the fourth South African Investment Conference.